Hello, welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Stephen Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And our show we're talking about today is your day. How to invest if you are not motivated. Now, we're about to head into the new year. Tomorrow is going to be New Year's Eve. So I think, Andrew, I might be coming down to your house for a bit of a barbecue and a booze. So watch the Instagram stories. For, for, for something ridiculous that for, happens. For entertainment. And as we're heading into the new year, I sometimes like to get your motivation up. You guys listening to the show, because when I'm out talking to you, I often hear that as well as the property investment content, you like that the show can get quite motivational. And so this is your yearly reminder or your your biannual reminder that learning about property investment on its own is not enough. You've actually got to go out and do something with it. And Andrew, what's the truth about property investment? There's always a reason that you can make and tell yourself to not invest. And right now, that could be something like you're not sure whether you could get the lending or not because of triple CFA and the update to that. You might think, oh, I'm not sure. Can I get the lending? Oh, what if the Reserve Bank brings in DTIs? That's debt to income ratios. What about the cash flow of my properties? What if the interest rates are too high or the market if property prices are too high and they're climbing too fast? What if they peak? What if they're falling too fast? What if they don't bottom out for a while? Look, some of these concerns, they are legitimate. I'm not minimizing them. But you will always have concerns in any market because when you make an investment, whether it's in property, whether it's in shares, whether it's in a fund, there is always some risk associated with that. Now, I'm not telling you to take any risk that's out there. Just go and do it. That's not what the show's about. It's about saying, that at times there will be risks, but it's about how you approach them. It's about how you manage them. And then how you say, you know what? I also can't mitigate. I can't manage every single risk. I've got to take some. Now, you might not be sure if you can go ahead and invest. And you might not be sure about what the market's doing today. You might not be sure whether it's a good time to buy or if you're going to get good tenants. But at some point, you've got to take the risk and you've got to do it. And Andrew, I'm sure that over the years, you would have had a lot of what ifs going on in your mind. But how have you got through those? Yeah, I, well, yes, I just listed a few. I had a recession when I was first starting out. I had the earthquakes. I had ring fencing laws come in, which changed my tax position. I had LVR restrictions put in. I had the interest deductibilities, rising interest rates, changing governments, falling prices. I've seen quite a bit. But how do you manage it? How do you keep going through it? Well, I just know that if I want to be wealthy, I have to do it. There's only one guaranteed outcome in property investment. Do nothing, you'll get nothing. But everyone wants to be a property investor. I guarantee you, you'll get a bunch of experts over this Christmas period. Probably you'll get you'll be that expert at my party. But everyone gets scared when they're buying their next property. And certainly in those earlier stages, it is really, really scary. As time goes on, you start to realise... Oh, all those things I'm worried about, nothing actually happened. Or when something has gone wrong, because you've got this vacancy, or you've had tenants do a bit of damage or run off, and next thing you're gluing a GPS unit to a VCR to track them down, you realise actually it's not the end of the world and I've made money out of this. And I think everybody wants to be a property investor, but to do that, you've got to buy a property. And that's the reality of that. I know that's a truism, right? Well, of course, yeah, that makes so much sense. But do you want to be a property investor or do you want to grow your portfolio? At some point, and you, you've got to figure out when it's the right time. But at some point, you do actually have to buy a property. And if you find yourself in 10 years' time and you haven't bought a property, then you haven't achieved your goals and you've failed yourself. And oh gosh, that's quite, <laughs> that's quite dark and, and, and dreary. It's brutal. It's brutal. 
but it's actually the truth. If you want to be a property investor, at some point, you've got to buy a property. You don't have to buy it from us. That's not what I'm saying. Of course not. You know, you might be out there flipping houses, or you might be out there doing developments yourself, or you might be you might be relocating them, or you're buying existing properties and doing them up, or you might be buying new builds too. But if you want to be a property investor, if you want to grow your portfolio, you've got to buy some property. And that's the beautiful thing, because I know you can do it. And we've had guests on the show right throughout the year. And the, the one most recent one in my mind is Holly McLaughlin. Oh, who great can, story. Yeah, was on $48,000 a year and found a way within the circumstance that she found herself in. And you know, she was quite lucky that she had her brother there who was able to give her some advice. But we've all got something going for us, whether that's that we know somebody or we've got a decent income or we own a property and it's gone up in value. We've all got something going for us that we can use to our advantage in order to be able to progress and build that portfolio or at least move towards building that. And that's the beautiful thing that I want to give you the motivation today. And let me tell you why I get all of my investors to ask themselves, what happens if I don't do something? What if I follow that guaranteed outcome of doing nothing? So firstly, are you happy with where you are right now? And are you happy with where you're on track to be? And if you're Got a break over the holidays? Use my wealth plan to check your numbers out. See how much of a wealth gap, if any, you have. And there will be some people, by the way, I'm not berating everybody. Not everybody has a wealth gap. There are some investors out there. Yvonne, if you're still listening to the show, you're definitely one of them. Jan and Jenny, I'm looking at you guys as well. You guys are in such a great position. And I find you guys so inspirational that in Jan's situation, I always, I'm not, well, I need to get her on the show. I always say I need to get Jan on the show. She comes to all of our events. And I think last time I talked to her, she had 10 properties mortgage free and she uses the money to go off to Thailand when she wants to spending half the year over there. And I find you guys so inspirational because that's where personally I'd quite like to be in you know, 30 years time. Oh, as if you'd actually go away for half the year. One of the interesting things that I've noticed with the investors that I work with, once they achieve their goal, they push it out. They always want more. And the reason isn't because they're greedy, they want these major lifestyles. They just think, look how well I've done with investing in property. It's been pretty easy. Well, relative to the amount of money that you're getting, it's a whole lot easier than going to work for that money. And they want to just continue to do it. And the truth is that if we do want to achieve some of these big aspirational goals, most of us do have a wealth gap. And the truth is that if we are not currently on track to achieve those goals, we will need more assets because at some point, the goal for most people is that the money is going to stop. And what I mean by that is that we're going to stop working for the money that we want to live on. And instead, we want to get that from our assets. And you've got to think, well, if you do want to stop working at some point, and that might be when you're 40, it might be when you're 50, it might be when you're like Angela Strang, who came on the show 30, or it might be 65 or even later than that. It doesn't matter what the date happens to be. All of us eventually do want to stop working so we can enjoy other things in our lives. And for most of us, we're going to need more assets to make that happen. And I remember when I was about 23 or 24 and I was lying in bed, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> it's because my girlfriend at the time liked to go to bed quite early. And so after I was done staring at my phone, I would stare at the ceiling. <laughs> Not her. No, mate. <laughs> Not when you've been in a relationship that long. I remember staring at the ceiling and just thinking. I remember so crystal clear. Yeah. I need more assets. I need more assets. And it doesn't have to be property, but it does need to be something. Do you often lie in bed and worry about the size of your assets? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Andrew, yes, because I've still got a wealth gap that I need to close. So listen, 
make this the day that you do something. Maybe that's contact a mortgage broker to see how much you could borrow if you wanted to invest or start reading our book, Wealth Plan, or send us a message and book in a meeting or get your property professionally managed or go out and go to some open homes or send one of our competitors a message if you prefer their content or just weigh up your options. Turn someday into today. And hey, I realise that it's New Year's Eve tomorrow. That mortgage broker might not call you back today, but you can send somebody an email today in order to get the process moving. The thing is, it doesn't matter when you listen to this episode, whether it's New Year's Eve or you're listening back through the whole catalogue. And I know some people like to start at episode one and go right the way through. But here's the thing. You've got to do something. You can make that day today. You don't have to sit around waiting for, well, maybe someday I'll do it. You can do it today. And what I want you to do is, hey, if you do find this episode motivational, and hopefully you do, save it. Return to it when you're feeling down or save whatever episode inspires you to actually take some action. And if you do want to check out our My Wealth Plan software, then you can just find that at mywealthplan.opuspartners.co.nz to figure out what your wealth gap is, because that might also help spur you into action and say, you know what, I am going to start preparing and making some more steps towards securing my financial future. Hey, we're going to wrap it up there, but don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And again, My Wealth Plan, you can find that at mywealthplan.opuspartners.co.nz. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most out of the property market. Until next time.